Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Boss Woman Rock Success Secrets. I am Jen DeVore Richter, your host, and I'm joined today by Laurel Langmire. Laurel Langmire's life purpose is to launch successfully fulfilled entrepreneur millionaires who run businesses that make a difference in the world. Laurel herself became a millionaire as a single mother at the age of 34 years old and believes that financial success is available to everyone. Laurel has been involved in multiple areas of finance, including mentoring and coaching, real estate investment, business acquisition and development, and gas and oil since 1996. Laurel grew up on her family's farm in Nebraska, where she learned the value of hard work, persistence, and how to get things done, even in the face of much opposition and criticism. With a reputation for being straightforward and direct in her opinion, Laurel is a highly sought-after international motivational speaker. She's a five-time New York Times best-selling author, and Laurel says that women business owners are going to change the face of this country. So welcome to the show, Laurel. Well, thank you. It's exciting to be here. And I am a boss girl. I mean, most people. In fact, I have this fun book, one of my best friends, guys. He's so cute. He said, he gave me this journal the other day, which I had to share with you because I think it could be like the slogan. It says, I'm not bossy. I just know what you should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not bossy. I'm the boss. There's a difference between I'm, bossy and being I'm bossy. Really and being... That I know what to do. Right. <laughs> exactly. And obviously, you know what you're doing. You have achieved a great success overcoming many different challenges and odds, not just being a single mother, but the challenges that we face as women in business in general. So tell us about some of the lessons that you've learned personally or professionally that have shifted you to where you are today, Laurel. Oh my gosh. So, you know, I started identifying, you know, Sharon Lecter is one of my best, you know, friends. I call her my financial mom. And a couple of years ago, I got married to a Canadian. So we're, you know, got this cross-border blended family, just very different and so I started really thinking through and coaching all my clients on segmenting the chapters of their life. So uh, obviously, you know, the chapter of growing up in Nebraska, however you grew up, it is what it is, but it does affect and shape where you're going. Some of the defining moments was uh, when I was 24, I got a multi-million dollar contract to build 272 fitness centers on offshore oil rigs. Now, I didn't make millions at that time, but the contract to spend and to well, I mean, it was really however I wanted to margin it. I made, you know, a lot of money, um, but I had millions to spend at a 24-year-old with a big old corporate budget. It was awesome. Right. Uh, flying on helicopters and seaplanes. Mm-hmm. So that kind of defined being, I'd say, the boss, but just taking total lead and living by your, you know, vision. I don't say by passion, by vision, because there's a mission beyond with a vision that, you know, I, I need that result in a certain time. Mm-hmm. 1996, met Kiyosaki and Sharon. Spent four or five years in the Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, I pretty much put the cash flow game on the map. And then, you know, 2000, 2001 is when Live Out Loud started. And, uh, you know, it's run to a very, very large company with 80, 90 employees, uh, worldwide, com- you know, access. It wasn't those companies, but around the world. And just continued to build this community called The Big Table. So that's kind of my big legacy piece is I, I help families now, if you fast forward, because kids is our charity. So anytime a parent would come or an adult who then would get married and have kids, their kids 
is our charity. They can come for free. We never charge the kids. They can do internships throughout our community. So can you imagine having a teenager? Like my son came this summer and he worked for our lead tax strat- international tax strategist. I mean, world changing wow. week yeah. summer. We've had other parents' kids go to, you know, Ohio to intern for real estate, to Texas to intern with gas and oil, to a cannabis processing, you know, facility here in Nevada. So our teens, kids get exposure to money in a way that doesn't is never taught. So I'm excited if you would have said in 2001, is this what I would have created by 2019-20? No. Very organic, very, you know, whatever goes on with the economy, you know, the, the GFC in 2008 to 10 was probably one hell of a challenge. Those are the years yet, you know, I looked and thought, God, do we just lay this down? I mean, everybody had financial disaster. Mm-hmm. So I think the message to not just women, but to you know those listening is, you know, what's going to sustain you beyond just and sustain you becoming a millionaire, maintaining is your persistence to that vision. Like, what is the mission you have? And it's got to be bigger than yourself. This is not about you. This is about all those gifts and talents you have and how do you put them on the planet? Yeah, I, I love that. We talk a lot about you have gifts and talents and you have a message that you want to share with the world, but you also need to make sure that your business model is going to support you financially. Because I see a lot, and I'm sure you may have had this experience or not. We'll talk about it. But I see a lot of people that are in the personal development or professional development space that feel strongly about this message and this mission that they have in their heart, but their business model might be flawed. So what are some of the key characteristics that you look at for building million-dollar businesses in the personal development space you know, what are, what are some of the things that we need to know? Number one, it's not about us, but what are some of the other things that we would need to know? Well, and I'm going to go even beyond the, the personal development space because okay. I would say I'm going to finance, you know, well, okay. it's, it's, it's all in the growth. It's just in, in general, right? Because I'm, you know, I'm in a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, gas and oil, wastewater, hemp, cannabis, lots of businesses. Okay. So number one is your revenue model. So I, I moved from business model revenue, but how are you going to make money? And it's one of the first questions I ask. And if you watch Shark Tank, which really is what I've been doing since before Shark Tank existed, is have you made your first sale? Or are you expecting a lot of you know money on development and then hoping to God somebody's going to buy it? So I completely have spun that. I have what's called you know a very fast cash technology where if I worked with anybody listening to this call and they actually did what I say, within one hour they can make money. I don't care what your skill set is. If you do everything I say, like I've had clients come in making five, 10,000, and they got to 40,000 a month, just like that. I mean, it is so simple when you think revenue versus, and I, again, I use the word vision, so I'm going to use it in a multi-purpose way. Yes, you got to have a big vision. What's the, what's the thing you're going to change on the planet? What's the thing you're going to, you know, the result you're going to create in somebody's life? And our, our goal is millionaires, or at least 100,000 millionaires for smart money. So then how do you do it? What's the money? Like today, if you had to make money, are you going to sell a product? Is it a service? You know, and everybody that knows anything about business modeling today and revenue modeling is you build a funnel. And I don't just do funnels in the, you have a book and then a webinar and then a coaching program, like not just that, then I want to put numbers to it. So in fact, I start that way. Say, skip the thing you're going to sell. First, let's talk about the money you want to make, because I don't think you should get out of bed unless you know this thing can make a million bucks. Like it's a lot of work to be an entrepreneur. And most people don't make it because they don't get past that 100,000 mark. And making 100 as an entrepreneur, and to me, it's a minimum benchmark. And it's not difficult to do, but 90%, literally 90% don't make it because they don't know how to revenue and, and get that big ticket and the small ticket. And you've got to have both. You've got to have that $10 item, free items. You've got to have 
that and you've got to have a process in the sale to take it to at least the 2500 minimum if not five i just got off another podcast of my own i just interviewed a woman who on a regular basis now is doing a 10 and a fifteen thousand dollar sale when i met with her she said there's just no way and i said well then you're not going to make it so we're going to find a way right. so i really forced the revenue model inside the business model right yeah so one of the challenges that I have, because I, I talk about revenue models and help my clients create their products. And one person, she owns a, she has a TV show on Amazon Prime. Her name's Leah. She calls me the queen of monetization because I'm, you know, I, I have a gift, I think, just like you and figuring out how to make money in a business and how to create products and things like that. But one of the things that I've have found to be unique with my female clients versus my male clients is, and research actually shows this too, is that many times women lack the confidence to ask for the big ticket projects and to ask for the money that they're worth. So what are some of the things that you would share with them or say to them to get them over that? Oh, love that conversation. So I go back to, you know, what are your gifts and talents and, and, and do you serve the world? And are you damn good at it? Right. So like, I'm really, really good at what I do. And that's not an arrogant statement. And there, and women have a really interesting time listening to, if men speak the way I speak, they're powerful. If we speak the way we speak, we're just bitches. Right. So, you know, just get over that and stop. It just, it is what it is. So stand in your power okay. and not your, not any level of ego. So I know I'm just freaking good and I can outperform anybody in the money-making space. I just know it. Like give me an hour with anybody on the planet and they will make money. I may have to force them. I may have to kick them. They're going to scream. They're going to say, you're you know, whatever. And then two days later, they'll say, oh my God, thanks for making me go through that process. So number one, stand in what you know that you're really good at. Now I'm going to go to the other, the newbies and say, well, what if you don't feel like you're the expert? Well, then act as if you are, because how you behave as I am the leading expert in the space is a very different energy and tone than if it's, oh, my God, I'm just starting a gradual. Nobody wants to buy from that energy. So you have to, I hate fake it, say make it. I say, I say, act as if, and you are the expert you're going to become. And guess what? One day, you were just going to become it. One day, I became a five-time New York Times bestseller. Was that ever a big goal? No, I wanted to hit one. But then when I hit one, I got a contract for three more. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep going. So I think a lot of it is that say yes principle. I know you live by it too. Say yes and just figure it out. Right. So claim it. And then here's where I I really go that hits, I think, home the hardest. Because I'm known for very aggressive sales. I mean, in fact, I'm criticized for it. I can't put you on my stage. You sell too hard. I said, you know what? I don't just sell. I serve. Because my fulfillment is impeccable. Now, you go to the internet and you get whiners and criers. Well, there's people who don't want to do anything. And when they got into my system and program, they're like, oh, God, it's not the secret where I can just sit on my... And I wasn't the secret, so I can make fun. Right. Or I can just sit on my... You can have bonbons and save money and men come to me. No, you have to actually get out and do something. So the people on the internet that whine and bitch about you, which I would say, if you don't have anything on the internet about you, you aren't playing hard. Like, you're not fully in the game changing lives because, I mean, you're to come up, I don't care if it's weight loss, it's addiction behavior, it's whatever the heck your cause is. If you're really doing well, you're going to have, you know, lovers and haters. And so you're just going to have to stand in the presence of that and just know what you do serves life. So back to selling versus serving. I actually don't think I'm going to sell hard. I serve hard. You know why? Because the minute I go for it, I say, Jen, you have let you, you've got to diversify your assets. You've got to like, let me help you lower your taxes. Like I go very direct and I know I can do it. I know my teams can do it, which I say it's really not even me. I have a whole team of 28 financial experts on my side. 
who are just implicitly amazing. And here's what I say. If I don't sell, serve you in a tense way, because I know I can change your life, you're going to buy somebody else's stuff. And if you know you're the best, sell, serve hard, and do not modify your prices. Here's how I think about pricing. I think people way over complicate pricing. Go to this lovely place called the internet because it's out there. And that's what people will do anyway. They're going to shop you on the internet. Unfortunately, that's become our new comparative you know, system. So go to the damn internet, see what people in your space are doing, and at least get in what I call the high value ticket mark. Do not be the beginner starter because then you are the beginner starter. Like I, I always use massage as an example. Like I'm a massage junkie, right? I love them. And if you're under a hundred bucks, especially if you're a in-home service one, you got to be really, really like you got to be a beginner because anybody right. who's worth their weight is coming in at 120, 150, 180, if not 200. So don't price low or you're going to be the beginner that you are. And then to change the model to be somebody else is a hell of a walk. So don't do it. Just price into a, what I call high value model and be that expert, be that person, sir. And just do it. I mean, and don't do this low price thing. Also, if they ran the numbers before they even did their pricing, and if they if you just sit and look at the numbers from a financial standpoint and say, I can't afford to do it for $100 an hour. It's not even a model that I can sustain because there aren't enough hours in a day to do it. High ticket is where it's at, in my opinion, and it sounds like your opinion too. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I say too is, and this is probably the more sophisticated revenue and business modeling activity, but I have a lot of my clients do it early stage is I want you to design your organization chart, regardless if you ICM or employee or however you do that. I want you to design your org chart without you in it, meaning you're the CEO and you're not doing a damn thing, which means you have to margin coaches. Like there was one time I had 82 coaches, right, in my uh, platform and I, I, I grew them all up. I mean, I, I make millionaires. So our coaches, I only have eight right now, eight or nine, and then some specialty coaches. So maybe a dozen. But I handpick them off for my millionaires. Like they're a client who becomes a millionaire, who becomes successful. They want to give back. They love a piece of their revenue coming from my, you know, our system of education. And just they don't want to build what I have, right? But they'll contribute. And so my coaches aren't, you know, ten dollar an hour people. I mean, mine are significant. They're millionaires. They're experts, and I pay them well, which means I margin well. Right. So you have to think if you're going to sell 20, 30, 80 hours of coaching services in a month and you're not fulfilling whether it's massage, acupuncture, facials, hair. I mean, I, I have had businesses in every one of these categories. I took hair salons, doubled them, got bought out and left. But like, again, I'm working with the owner to say, you're not doing the haircuts. You're not doing the retail. You're not doing a dang thing. You're going to be an owner. So when you revenue model and price from that perspective, you get it right from the beginning. And women always shortcut. And the other ridiculous thing women do is they play this girlfriend game. Oh, Jen and I are girlfriends. You know what? I'll do yours if you do mine. No. Trade. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I hate trading and I, I'm not a fan. Now, there are some really very good bartering systems. Like Atlanta, Georgia has a really good system in that town. Uh, but just in general bartering, it doesn't work out because right. we don't have equal services. Yours might last longer than mine. Mine's a lifetime process of money. So like, let's not do that. And if you want to give yourself a better deal every once in a while, I'm okay with that. But in general, mm -hmm. you know, say to your, say to your model. Yes. So I want to talk about 
you mentioned it in our conversation just now, um, but you, I quoted you on my Facebook page the other day. You, you have a quote on your website that says, yes is the only answer required for success. Say yes and then figure it out now. And I got some pushback <laughs> from that. Like I actually come from a, a place that is very, you know, abundant thinking, yes thinking, yes forward moving. But I got some pushback from it, from people saying that yes isn't the only answer required for success, that sometimes it's okay to say no. So I, I wanted to get your opinion. I wanted to hear from you. What did you mean by that? Yes is the only answer required for success. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I appreciate that. So I appreciate the, the people who push back that actually know the distinction. Because no is no because it doesn't fit my money rules. No is because it crosses my values or my boundaries. No is like that. That's very different than what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the opportunities that come to you every day, every day, every day. And when you think, here's how, here's why, I'm, why most people say no. What? Is an opportunity come and because they, the human, me, Laurel, can't do the task. Like if you asked me to go build a website, I'd have to say no. Because I don't have a freaking clue. And more importantly, I don't want to know. I don't care to learn that in my lifetime. Somebody else can be that expert. So, right? A yes would be, uh, yeah, I'll build your website. Not only will I do that, I'll build your revenue model. I'll help find your copy. I can get you an infomercial. I'll say yes to all of that. And I'm going to find the team to do it. That's saying yes. And women typically process through their own filter book, can I do it? Because I, I need to be you know, this motherly being and do it all the work. You don't have to do a damn thing. What you have to do is lead it. And there's the distinction in your yes. Like, did I know how to build 272 fitness centers on offshore rigs? Uh, at 24, no, it's an engineering task. I just said, I could lead this. I could figure this out. I got to find engineers. I've got to find their smoking facilities in those days, right? And still today. So now I got to find air filtration units. I've got to find fitness equipment. I've got to find... I can do that. Did I know how? Absolutely not. So, and I'm going I'm to go down to the daily little chamber and networking and, you know, e-women and B&I and, you know, meetings people go to. You know how many times girlfriends meet girlfriends say, oh, we should do a deal. Let's go have a cocktail or a coffee. And then they just talk. Right. Well, why aren't you saying yes? And yes means get a contract. Yes means you don't have to know how to do it. You have to know who can do it. And you say big, bold yeses to move your life and your business forward. Those are yeses, and people skip over them every day. Now, on the contrary, again, the no perspective, no is the right answer. That's not the context of this yes. Right. I thought that's what you were talking about. So, you know, you know, knowing when to say no when it's not in alignment, right? like you said, with your values or your money plan or, th- or things like that. So, uh, good. Thank you but, for clarifying that. Then, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's just because I think a lot of people say no just to be chicken. And here's my favorite, here's my favorite excuse. And it's not just about money, but I have to think about it. Really, here's what's odd about thinking about it. So like I always tell people, draw a box and put you in the middle. And I hate that, you know, you live inside your box, but you do. Uh-huh. And your box in my vernacular is that is the limitation of your knowledge. So how the hell are you going to go think about alternative asset allocation or lowering taxes when you have no knowledge to compare it against? I mean, it's just a ridiculous excuse. You can't think about it. Now, it'd be different if you said, let me go talk to my team of experts who are millionaires, who have diversified, who have actually done that, where I can actually have a smart conversation. The problem is most people don't have those people in their life. So I'll think about it as an excuse. And and that's going to come up with weight loss, with, again, whatever your expertise is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so think about it as an excuse. I'm not ready. Oh, my God. What a hysterical excuse. Okay, so stay overweight and unhealthy or whatever the heck it is. Stay broke. Broke. Stay with a you know, potentially diseased body. Stay 
whatever the heck you're doing and not do anything. So I'm not ready. And I could do a whole like lecture. You, I mean, I'm sure there's several of us. So that, that actually be a fun workshop is I have to think about it because I'm not ready. The two greatest excuses to keep alive, polarized and paralyzed. Totally. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy and, too. And, and the women have another big problem of just spending money on themselves. You know, they'll go shopping and they'll get Botox and they'll get fake eyelashes and fake mm-hmm. boobs, whatever they're going to do, right? They'll spend money on their image and ego, I'm going to call it, but not on their brains. It drives me crazy. Or And they'll use their man. I say, so I have another saying, it's called the man is not a plan. To say, well, you know, my husband, you know, I got to talk to my husband about it. And, and so again, what are you going to talk about in the context if you don't have a bigger conversation to compare it against? So all you're doing is spinning around the same conversation. And four years later, you're in the same conversation, same financial results. Ten years later, I mean, most of this planet, the United States, is still considered a superpower from our freedom aspect. But we are not from an AI. We're getting blown away in AI, uh, artificial intelligence, you know, data. Right. We're getting blown away in uh, cryptocurrencies. Multi, its entire country runs on cryptocurrency. So it's time to wake up, women. I mean, we're we're the ones that ha- that make the babies. We're the ones that have high influence on these children. And it's not the man doesn't have that place, but it's time to balance out the family household. I I actually believe everyone needs to know about money in the family. So one of the gifts I'm going to give our listeners is a lot of financial literacy for kids. So I'm a huge. I grew, you know I raised two kids pretty much. By myself, I am married now to a Canadian, but he still lives in Canada. I still live here. So I'm still raised my 12-year-old daughter. My son's 19. I had him completely by myself and said, all right, if I'm going to be a single rich mom, how am I going to do it? And made that happen in six months, became a millionaire. I was pregnant with him. So anyone can do anything, but you have to get the right mentors. And your mentors are not your friends, women. They are not your friends. They're not your friends or your family. Right. All you're going to do is have an interesting chat with your friends and family. I bet they're in the same situation or experience level or result level. So this is about getting mentors, spending some money on your own development that you need and not getting everybody's damn approval around you. It's like, just go for it. I mean, be who you need to be and go for it. And you're going to get a lot of controversy on the way and just stand in what you know. Like I get a lot of hits. I mean, a lot of hits. People look back to me and I should have took care of them. I should have you know, made them the money. I should have done their investments. I should, I should have, could have, would I, it's not my job. It's yours to make a decision for your life. And my job is to show you the path, give you some education, teach you how to, you know, assess and do what you need to do. And then you make a decision and get responsible for your family. But women lead more than they think and they give that power away. And I love men. This is no slam to men. I am a right. huge, I, mean, I have more men following me than women, but women need to stand up more in their power, their pricing, and also, I would add the well last big piece is be a model for your children. Mm-hmm. They watch implicitly what you're doing. Right. Well, you know, Laurel, you've given us so many great pieces of advice, proven advice too, not just fluffy mm-hmm. stuff, but you know what you're really talking about. You walk the talk. And I, I really want to take you up on that offer that you mentioned about letting my yeah. listeners have a free ticket to your event. How do they get a hold of that ticket? Yeah, so it's a free ticket. It's uh, actually the entire, what I call reading room, the dissection of my Put More Cash in Your Pocket book. Never pay your kid an allowance. There's a presentation I did at UCLA Today Entrepreneurial College. There's a whole bunch of goodies. I mean, thousands of dollars of stuff. So you just go to a quick little gift link that I made up called Just Met Laurel, because you just met me. So J-U-S-T-M-E-T-L-O-R-A-L, JustMetLaurel.com. 
And from there, you will get all sorts of downloads and tickets. And then you can go over to my site, our new brand, um, just because it is what we do. It's called integratedwealthsystems.com. And you can opt in for all sorts of goodies and newsletters and podcasts and all sorts of stuff. Well, that is very generous of you, Laurel. Thank you so much again for joining us on the Boss Woman Rock Success Secrets podcast. And we really highly appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Jen. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmeyer, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Every week.